This is the evening edition of the Daily Podcast Practice Show for Sunday, December 12th, 2021. I'm your host, Rich Grimshaw, here to practice the art, the craft, and the sport of podcasting. It's good to be here practicing my podcasting skills, and thank you for being here with me today. I realized as I was starting my episode today that we're just 13 days away from Christmas. 13 days. Wow. Maybe that's why Home Depot was so crowded yesterday. First, the podcasting errata from yesterday's show. I, As I was listening to it afterward, I, I realized I said that Brenda Lee has sold 1 million records. But no, it's really 100 million records. So I was just off by a couple of orders of magnitude. No big deal. And I used the word triage when I should have used arbitrage. And it's always important to get your odges right. So I apologize. We'll revisit that word arbitrage in a few minutes, and I'll explain myself a little bit betterer. Today is the... (laughs) Okay, sit down. Today is the Festival of Unmentionable Thoughts. Come on, you're kidding, right? This sounds Freudian, I think. This is reported to be observed each year on December the 12th. Each year. Okay, contrary to what we think, it's not unusual which means it is usual, to have thoughts that might be considered unmentionable or too nasty to share. Well, they could also be maybe too impolite or hurtful or embarrassing or maybe illegal. All right, back to the script here. Humans have vivid imaginations, and every now and then we tend to have thoughts that might be a little too risky to discuss with friends and family. But remember, you are not alone, and there is nothing wrong with what you think think. Oh, I don't know if we want to go here. As long as you exercise caution before acting out your thoughts, a few unmentionable thoughts are unlikely to bring you any harm. Yeah, a few, but not all. Not all. If I'm thinking about, I don't want to go there. I don't know what to make of this. Why would we want to celebrate this with a festival? Hold on, let me go here. Uh, oh wait. Okay. I see. I got it now. This has a political side to it. Let me read some more. This again is from nationaltoday.com. Quote, in the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, the UDHR, it states that everyone has the right to freedom of thought, conscience, and religion. This right also includes freedom to change their religion and belief. The United Nations Human Rights Committee states that these freedoms are protected unconditionally. Another article of the UDHR guarantees that, quote, everyone has the right to freedom of opinion and expression. This right includes freedom to hold opinions without interference, unquote. Since freedom of thought is important to a democratic existence, dictators and autocrats often crack down on freedom of thought to suppress human rights. But unmentionable or otherwise, we should be free to think our own thoughts. Well, yeah, I agree, but you just need to be discreet in letting others know what they are. Okay. All right. So I, I think I get it now. It sounds sounds like George Orwell's 1984, which, it, by the way, is just a nightmare of a book. I'm sure you've read it. Uh, that was assigned reading at some point in my life, and I had nightmares for months about it. That I'm scarred forever, but I digress. Let's see who was born today. Born on this day in 1918 in Cordell, Georgia, that's way south of where I am in the great state of Georgia, American jazz singer Joseph Goreed, who is better known as his performing name, Joe Williams. 
Joe began to sing professionally as a soloist in 1937, and then he sang with Coleman Hawkins, the Lionel Hampton Group, and Count Basie in his orchestra. He also sang in two films with the Basie Orchestra and appeared in the movie The Moonshine War in 1970. Don't know about the Moonshine War. Sounds like a good one. He was in four episodes of The Cosby Show as Grandpa Al. He was on Sesame Street in the 1980s and early 1990s. And in 1982, Joe played the part of a famous jazz musician, Sonny Goodman, in an episode of the TV show Lou Grant. Joe died in Las Vegas, Nevada. He was singing right up to the very end. He was appearing in Las Vegas. And then he had uh, an acute respiratory problem, which apparently did him in. That was March 29th, 1999, at the age of 80. Wow. Happy birthday, Joe. I'm looking forward to uh, meeting up with you on the other side, pal. It sounds like a good time. Let's go back now to that word that I mentioned in the errata, arbitrage. It's spelled A-R-B-I-T-R-A-G-A, arbitrage. And it's a noun that means the nearly simultaneous purchase and sale of securities or foreign exchange in different markets in order to profit from price discrepancies. So that means, in shorthand, if you know that you can buy something on a New York stock exchange for $1, but you can sell it in Tokyo for $1.01, and you buy a bunch of it and you sell a bunch of it, then you make some money very quickly. That's arbitrage. Now, I wasn't talking about stock markets or exchanges. I was trying to use it to describe how a person might try to profit by moving between different universes and different space-time continuums. This is based upon us discovering that string theory really is a really thing and that we all live in different universes and different space-time continuums, and we have learned how to move from one to the other. So if I know that in space-time continuum A, there's one thing, but in B, it's another, and I think I can profit by that difference, then I would try to take advantage of that. I, I know. This is more than a little obtuse. I get it? Okay. But whatever. All right. That is all for today. I'm going to leave you with these thoughts. A clear conscience is usually a sign of bad memory and If the shoe fits, wear it. So spend time in meditation on those, my children. Let's wrap this one up in today's edition of the Dahlonega Nugget newspaper and stick a fork in it because it's done. I'm Rich Grimshaw, and you are invited to join me again tomorrow. Thanks for listening.